Hello, everybody. How you doing? Hope all is well. Today, I'm sitting at my kitchen counter. I've got Marcus Aurelius's Meditations in front of me, the Gregory Hayes edition. As I do with this book, especially, I open up to a random page. I have papers in the book to kind of keep track of what I've already read recently, although this is a book I've returned to a lot. This is actually the first philosophy book I ever read um, years ago when I was a kid. I just kind of was obsessed with the movie Gladiator, and my mother used to always take us to Barnes & Noble. I don't know where we're all from, but if you're from the Bronx, we used to go a lot to uh, Bay Plaza. So that was where the uh, the first encounter with philosophy for me happened. So it was from the movie Gladiator. I was obsessed with that as a kid, and I noticed Marcus Aurelius' name on a book. I read it. So I'm, I've, I've read this, and I've taught this dozens of times now, and I love this book. So this is where we're starting our podcast here, and I've opened up to page 81. I'm looking at number 51 on that page, and here is what Marcus is writing to himself. Ambition means tying your well-being to what other people say or do. Self-indulgence means tying it to the things that happen to you. Sanity means tying it to your own actions. So this is the Stoic idea, right? One of the most, I think, fundamental ideas from Stoicism is the idea we have to figure out what's in our control, what's out of our control, and live accordingly, which is to say, focus on what we can control and try to let those things and make those things the primary sources of our well-being, of our sense of purpose, of our sense of fulfillment, happiness, and not rely heavily on externals, which are the things we cannot control, like other people and the universe. So, you know, Marcus here reminding himself of this, I think is like one of the most important nods to Epictetus, right? One of the philosophers we're going to study a lot. Um, I'm going to talk about him a lot in this podcast. So right now my job, I've got a few books at my desk, but the first two that I brought were meditations. I have multiple copies and also the art of living by Epictetus. So in this meditations too, Marcus quotes Epictetus a lot, right? He was kind of one of his philosophical mentors. So in this quote, trying to encourage himself, kind of reminding himself of this principle of stoicism, we see he's connecting this idea of sanity to this idea of control, which is really, I think, a super powerful thing to think about, right? You want to have well-being, connect it to your own actions. Because you can at least to a larger extent, and we could argue this right with modern psychology, I think, in a really interesting way, but you know, it's kind of early for that for me right now. Um, that being said, right, we at least to a larger extent control our own actions, then we can exert influence on the actions of others, right? We cannot control other people. We cannot control the universe. So when we put our well-being as a priority, and within that, we start focusing on our own actions. I think even just that conversion of the gaze, right? So which, you know, which sort of just means like, tell me what you focus on and I'll tell you who you are is a great quote um, that I think plays well with this, right? Or works well with this. On a daily basis, do you think about your own actions? How often do you think about them, right? Do you have sort of, let's say, a routine of in the morning, getting your actions together, your your, your expectations for yourself, which actions you're going to undertake for the day. And not only that, but why you're going to bother with them and then how you're going to perform them. That's really thinking about actions, right? It's not just enough to even make a to-do list where you, where you just list things. You got to fill it out. Don't let it be hollow, right? Then at the end of the day, did you think, well, what did I do today? Was it meaningful? Was it purposeful? Was I deliberate and intentional with how I spent my time? And even just by the sheer fact of introducing these conversations as habits, 
we're only awake so many hours of the day, right? So if we learn how to shift our focus towards our own actions, not only will those actions themselves probably be more effective, probably be more meaningful to us, right? Probably bring us more joy because we're starting to think about them more consciously, more deliberately and more frequently. But we kind of, how do I say it? We kind of like box out other thoughts, right? So if we make it a habit to just spend more of our days thinking about our own actions, and these actions don't have to be selfish, right? They shouldn't be. They should be, a lot of them should be of service to others, right? Um, this is not just actions, or these are not just actions that pertain to our own well-being, but these are actions that are undertaken for the well-being of others as well, right? And if we focus instead, or if we focus more so on how we execute them, our intentions, and not on, you know, not as much on the results, right? We might as Marcus is saying here, lead calmer, more tranquil lives. If you focus instead on your own actions, your own intentions for the presentation at work versus the response you get, that's a pretty good move. Because again, it's unpredictable. Now, of course, we listen to feedback all the time. We're very vigilant over the feedback we receive and how we interpret it. But ultimately, we shouldn't tie our well-being to that thing. Right? It shouldn't be let's say, even that idea, right? The, the notion that we should maybe connect to it, but we should be able to sort of tether ourselves and then untether ourselves, connect and then disconnect in ways that are truthful and meaningful that maintain our own tranquility, right? So take some time to establish a practice on a daily basis where you inquire into, you ask questions of yourself about your own actions. So that beginning of the day, I think is a great practice. Set it up and then end of the day, check in. So all of a sudden now, maybe we start thinking more about our actions. So I think, I think that's like a good step one for this quote. At least this is what the quote is inspiring me to consider. And I see this with myself too. When I focus on my own actions, organizing them, executing them, right, having a good why established, a good purpose established, understanding that I want to do these things, not you know randomly or again, in a way that's shallow or hollow, but I want to do them in a way that's focused and way that's caring and a way that's attentive, my days do get better. And ultimately, life is a collection of days. We can't live tomorrow. We can't live yesterday. We only live today. So think about your actions. Right? And I think once again, immediately spend more time with that. You just have less time to concern yourself with the opinions of others and or the opinions, or I'm sorry, and or what the universe might throw at you. Right? You stop maybe having as many anxious thoughts about the future because you're really thinking about your actions today. And that should keep us calmer, more peaceful, right? And moving in a good direction because that's what the ambition too, right? That word ambition to me implies moving. If you're ambitious or you have an ambition, it's, it's inherently kind of, I think to an extent geared towards the future, right? So let's make sure that we don't get overly ambitious and we focus on the actions that we're doing in the moment, right? Another thing from Marcus that I love is in this meditation, he tells himself, this is enough for you, this action, this moment, this day. Ambition is good, but we have to make sure we don't get overly ambitious. And we keep in mind too, this is being written by the most powerful person on the earth at that time, who's also not only an emperor, but he's a father, he's a friend, significantly so. He cares about these roles. Right? He's pursuing mastery of himself through philosophy and through writing this. So this is an ambitious person, undoubtedly. So we want to have ambitions, but we want to make sure that we're not so ambitious that we forget to focus on what we can control, that we forget also, right? Because I think for me, I, I sometimes fall prey to my ambition. 
I think I'm too ambitious at times such that I forget to be grateful for what the universe has given me. Um, and also I forget to kind of remind myself of my own achievements. And that's not to say to be arrogant, but it's to say like you, we get so caught up striving for things that we make ourselves feel bad for no reason, instead of balancing that out and reminding ourselves that we've come as far as we've come. Right. Seneca, I love this quote to another stoic philosopher, not, I'm, you know, I'm paraphrasing here, but he pretty much said like, you know, when you've, when you're getting maybe too ambitious, think about all the progress you've made. Do you want the same thing today as you did a year ago? And if the answer is no, that's likely because you've accomplished that thing. So remind yourself of that. Overly ambitious people can at times really affect their own confidence negatively. If we're constantly striving and we're never cultivating gratitude or we're never acknowledging all that we've done, all that we've been given, right? The ambition can drive us to be really stressed out. And that's in addition to what Marcus is saying, which is like, look, a lot of times if you're ambitious, you strive for the approval of others in a way that's going to be unhealthy for you. So hope that was helpful. I'll stop there. Uh, thank you for listening and uh, we'll talk soon. Take care.